Welcome to the Pelican Brief Podcast. This is a recorded podcast that's also on Clubhouse, so people can participate. We're still looking for a jingle. We need a five-second jingle from a local artist, a local musician. Five seconds, is that long enough? It could be something like this. Welcome to the Pelican Brief so that's all I have. What we need is somebody who has an idea of what the St. Pete vibe is, who can give us some music that's better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Today, we are broadcasting from the factory. And the reason why we're broadcasting from the factory is we have the director of the Shine Mural oh. Festival. We talked about the Shine Mural Festival last week, and I'm really excited because we have Janae with us. So Janae, can you introduce yourself? Thank you for having me. I'm Janae Preby. I'm the director of the Shine St. Petersburg Mural Festival. Wow, Welcome to the podcast. You can hear all the crowds and they're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> We have that too. It says that you've been doing this since 2018. So how did you get started? What motivated you to get involved with the Shine Festival? The Shine Festival started in 2015. This is the festival's seventh year, but it's my fourth year. I started in 2018 I was here when the first festival kicked off in 2015 and it just blew my mind. I had never seen anything like it. And I was just so amazed and and so proud that something like this would come to my city and I could just walk and meet these artists and see this incredible artwork all over town. And it just blew me away. And so by the next year, I was like determined to get involved and I started volunteering whatever I could do. I started handing out ice to the artists, filling up their coolers, delivering lunches, and just started getting to know more and more people on the committee. And then after the third year, a lot of the original organizers had stepped back because it really takes all year to plan this thing. And they were all doing it as volunteers. They're all working artists or business owners themselves. And so they needed to step back after that third year, but they wanted the festival to continue. And so because I had worked so closely with so many people on the committee, I was able to kind of step in at that point and get hired on through the St. Petersburg Arts Alliance to continue running the festival. And then now it's been great because a lot of the original organizers are back and still help and are still really involved in the festival. So it's been great to work alongside them since I've been involved. Awesome. Victoria or Stephanie, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Stephanie. I find that really impactful to hear about the growth of the cultural and the art scene because as a realtor, I work with Budgeon Beach Realty. A lot of my clients, probably close to 60% are from out of the area and are always asking for places to visit and things to do. And they look for direction from us more than from the housing side, but from the cultural and, and art scene too. And they really attach to other people's enthusiasm for any project. I love to stay on top of it. And I feel embarrassed that I didn't even know about mm-hmm. the Shine Project. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, it's a, I'm it's googling a it right thing. now while we're, we're on this <laughs> podcast because I'm trying to find out more. Go ahead. No, no worries. I was saying the festival started in 2015. Every year we try to produce around 20 murals. So we've done about 106 over the years and now we're doing another 19 this year. It's a mixture of walls that we curate, usually around 16 walls, and it's partly international artists, partly national, and then the rest are local. And then we'll do a series of community projects which will feature local artists getting involved with the community and certain like special populations, whether it's Boys and Girls Club or this year we did the Shirley Proctor Puller Foundation, which is a group that works with young people in South St. Pete and they focus on literacy rates. And, you know, so there's always like some sort of special project like that. We're also doing a project this year with Bayfront Health St. Pete. And one of our local artists is painting a mural tribute to healthcare workers alongside Bayfront nurses and doctors. So there's those kind of projects that happen alongside the featured artists that we curate as well. Wow, very cool. How do you get a wall? If I had a wall and I wanted to be a part of the program, what would I do? Or what do you do to seek out walls? Do you see like, hey, there's a wall we could do? Yeah, I do. That's a lot of how I spend my time actually 
throughout the year is looking for walls. And it's a combination of property owners or business owners reaching out to us and saying, hey, I've got this wall. Can you come look at it? Is this a good fit for the festival? And then sometimes people don't reach out, but we seek them out. If we happen to be driving around town and to see a wall that's just perfect for a mural, we'll go track down whoever owns it and talk to them about our process. They do have to pay a fee now. And now that it's caught on so much and the murals are kind of just like so St. Pete that we do ask them to contribute. Really what we're looking for is highly visible walls and they have to be as clean as possible. So they have a whole bunch of windows or doors or pipes or air conditioning units and things that make for a messy canvas. They're not always usable for us because we try to provide them as clean a canvas as we can because they're coming in. They have basically eight days start to finish to get these done. So the more visible and the easier the wall they can tackle, the better for the festival. Victoria, would you like to introduce yourself and ask a question? Absolutely. So I'm Victoria Haney and I work with Flagship Title. I'm also in real estate. My question is, and I'm sorry if you already mentioned it and I missed it, but you mentioned about you guys take a fee for to be able to do the mural. So is that more of just to be able to maintain uh, your foundation or does that go to any uh, sort of char- charity? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. You, did you say we take a fee? Oh, for the property owners. Yeah, so we're a nonprofit yeah. organization. The St. Petersburg Arts Alliance produces the Shine Festival every year, and the St. Peter Arts Alliance is a nonprofit. So we spend much of the year fundraising to produce all the murals. So it costs us, honestly, on average, about $10,000 per wall is what we pay when you break out down all the paint costs and the lift costs and paying the artist. And then the other thing about Shine is we've always really prioritized artist hospitality. So not not all festivals will do this, but we prep the artist walls in advance. We make sure they have a base coat. We buy all their meals. We fly them here. We put them up in a hotel. We take care of everything so that when they get here, all they have to do is paint. And we have all their paint there waiting for them. And we get them the right equipment. And, you know, really try to make sure we take care of them because that's part of St. Pete. It's coming here for a tourist destination. We want to make sure people feel hosted and feel welcomed and warmed and, and have time to run up to the Dali maybe on a rainy day or something like that. And so all of those costs combined, you know, it, it costs us about 10 thousand dollars per mural so we fundraise all year for that and we have a lot of corporate sponsors we get a grant from the city this year we were able to get a grant from the state things like that yeah so the fees from the wall owners go into that pot and help us cover our costs that's incredibly smart to what you were talking about with the hospitality you know make them really love the city go back and tell their friends yeah exactly that's what we found i mean we've been able to get some of the biggest best names in street art from around the world because people come here and they have such a good experience and they leave and then they go tell all their friends like oh yeah shine that's the one you want to go to and then people are reaching out to us like hey when can I get on the lineup and it's worked really well for us to be able to continue bringing in really big people and we have Case McLean here this year he's a German artist and it's insane like he is one of the greatest mural artists street artists in the world so highly respected among other artists in the art scene and so like to have him here in St. Pete is just it's huge for us you know it's 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 just huge so but that's a lot because of just the way that we operate in that hospitality piece and and our reputation in the art world so it's it's been really cool. How do you feel about Banksy is he the same type of artist as a mural artist or is he more on the side of street art and at what point does street art turn into vandalism what happens to existing pieces over time what happens if they get graffiti on them how do you feel about all that so you know the way that i feel about it is that you know we wouldn't have murals if it weren't for graffiti i mean that's really where this started there's a distinction between graffiti street art mural they're all a little bit different but it came from graffiti and it came from people just going out in what many people would consider vandalizing public spaces but those people in my opinion they're artists and a lot of the
the people that we have out here now painting murals for us and traveling the world as their profession painting murals, they started in the streets as those kids that are tagging up trains and tagging up signs and tagging walls and vandalizing the city. And so for me, I don't have a problem with it because that's just me personally, just because I feel like I see the value in that creative expression and that if that creativity can be nurtured, you can end up as a world famous mural artist. You know, you can travel professionally, you can have a life in the art world if you're a creative, hardworking person, you know. So to me, it's a different art form. It's a different style. But I've seen the benefit of of that experience for a lot of artists and what they've been able to grow into over time. But yeah, I mean, it's different. You know, the murals are more completed works of art, I guess you could say. People would probably disagree with that depending on who you ask, but it's different. They're different art forms. What I like about the murals in festivals like Shine is that we've tried really hard to kind of maintain the spirit of graffiti and street art and what we do to some degree where we want to elevate the art form and get these big name artists in and put them up with our best local artists and to be able to do that while also honoring those street roots where they came from. Because that's real. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for graffiti. So to me, that's important. What we've also found is that a lot of the taggers and graffiti artists in the area tend to respect the artwork. A lot of the murals don't get tagged up, which has been great. And I think from the city's perspective or the county's perspective, a lot of people will do murals for that reason in hopes that they can actually decrease graffiti by putting up murals because the taggers will respect that that artwork and they'll leave it alone. And that's been true for the most part over St. Pete. I mean, over time, some of them have gotten tagged. Yeah, for the most part, they're pretty well respected. Somebody took a piece that Banksy had done and they cut the concrete out and sold it for a million dollars. And the mayor called him a criminal because he was uh, tagging a building. I would not say that he's a criminal myself. You got to respect him. You got to respect Banksy. And it was this event that he recently did. Every single day he had a different piece and he took a picture on Instagram and people were trying to find the location that he had mm. uh, done. Are, are you familiar with that? Yeah, was that his spraycation thing that he just did? I think he was on he was on vacation and he just kept leaving pieces all over. Exactly. Yeah. Stephanie, Victoria? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where the mute button is. So I just got off mute. I think it's fantastic. I do see a lot of the murals and don't know the history behind them, just biking and, and walking around downtown. And I, I think it's fantastic. My brokerage is actually on 3rd Street South in the Pointer Institute. I would love to have a conversation offline and with my broker to see if there's a level of sponsorship that we can participate in to support this, this great local project. But you know, really doing, doing pretty well, but we'd like to be a, to be a supportive partnership with. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. We should absolutely talk about that. I reached out to somebody last year at the Pointer Institute because you actually have a really great wall there and we painted a wall almost across the street on USF's campus. And um, we had looked at one of your walls there. So yeah, maybe that's something we can work on for next year. That would be awesome. Great. I'll get your contact information then. Okay. This is a fascinating place. It's such an interesting vibe here in the Warehouse Arts District. And they had been advertised on Catalyst. And so I was introduced to Catalyst. And Catalyst is so fascinating, the the news they're putting out there. And I had a blog. I was able to let people donate using Bitcoin way back when Bitcoin was like $500. So I go to Catalyst website and it says that they can donate in Bitcoin. So today I donated in Bitcoin. I had no idea what I was doing, but I'm really happy to see that people can donate with Bitcoin on Catalyst. Anybody, feel free to follow Catalyst. I think it's a 
fabulous thing that they're doing to promote a lot of the events downtown and here in the Arts District. Yeah. And is that uh, festival going on until the 24th? Did I read that? It is. Yeah, we started technically on the 15th and it'll go through to the 24th. So we'll have a couple other events on Friday, the 22nd, and we'll have a closing gallery show at Mize Gallery that'll be 6 to 10. And we have Chad Mize there has curated 77 different local artists. This is our seventh year, so we're kind of playing up on, on the number seven. That same night, there's a show at D Gallery right up the street that is featuring maybe 13 different local artists that are all painting small scale trains actually like graffiti trains so that show will be going on as well i think six to nine so is there a winner are there judges nope it's really just a celebration of art for art's sake there's no competition we really encourage people to go out and watch the process and see the artist in action and it's really really cool because they all have a different way of doing it some people are using spray paint some people are using bucket paint some people will project their image on the wall you know the night before some people have a doodle grid system some people just go and attack the wall with no plan at all like everybody does it a different way and it's really a cool thing to be able to watch from start to finish and what's great too is you don't really get that opportunity when you see a piece of art you know even in a studio you don't really get to be there and watch the piece unfold day to day you just usually will see a a finished piece and so it's just a cool way to connect with the art and you can go out and talk to the artist and get to know them a little bit and hear about the piece from their perspective and what their intentions are and it's just a fun process and so some people enjoy coming out and watching the process some people just like to come at the end and see all the finished pieces you can go on bike tours or walking tours self-guided tours But yeah, it's just fun. And the great thing about it, too, is we put all of this into this one week and all the murals go up, but then they're there. You know, they're they're guaranteed to last at least one year. They usually end up staying for many, many years after that. So they, you know, just continue to benefit the community all all year round. People can come and enjoy them anytime they want. I was just going to ask if there is a way that you guys are taking pictures of the murals or some kind of way people can take the art home or how we're supporting the artists in some way. Do they bring pieces with them for people to purchase? Yeah, they do. We have a Shine group show actually going on at the Morian Art Center. That show is up now. It doesn't have all the Shine artists in it this year, but it has quite a few of them. I think most of those pieces are for sale. You'll be able to buy pieces at the final closing show as well. We have some artist design t-shirts that'll be live screen printed on Friday. You can purchase those from the artists. We'll have, I mean, we have our merch table too, which that's mostly just like shine shirts and stickers. We don't have any prints of the artwork or photos of them just because we kind of get into different copyright issues with that and it really has to go through the artists themselves. And if they want to do that, they can do that, but we don't produce it. But yeah, I mean, we share a lot on our social media just to kind of keep getting the word out and make sure people are coming out and seeing them. And actually, I heard an artist yesterday talk about how for them, the murals are like a giant business card. They're just putting their name out there, putting their information out there in front of people and then it tends to lead to a lot of other commission projects for them so that's always our hope too if you you love some of the art go talk to the artist book them for another gig get a mural on your own house or your building or whatever if you can and that's really the best way to continue supporting the artist throughout the year but we'll keep this event short and then we'll just do another one next week okay perfect all right thank you so much yeah i think it's perfect wonderful very insightful Thank you for having me. We've had a great time here. This has been such a learning experience and we hope to come back. Have a great day.